0: Bumped into the closet door. I know. That was the surprise. That
1: was the surprise. <laughs> it
0: was actually surprising to both of us. I just pressed to the record button. She got really excited <laughs> and like slammed right into the like open closet I door. I was
1: trying to amp myself up.
0: I Because you always
1: say I'm not ampy enough. For
0: That's the exact terminology I use. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <there's>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's
1: Exactly what you
0: said. Amp it up, Andrea. You're not ampy. Let me see the ampiness. gosh it sounds Uh, like something that like one of those guys who tells people to smile like tells girls can i guess smile it sounds like something that yeah like you're not ampy enough like perky.
1: yeah you're not perky enough you you get a lot more guys if you smiled it's like that's there's so much wrong with that
0: i'm glad that you warned me and now i now known to never smile again yeah yeah
1: (laughs) especially if they're like you yuck
0: all right so this week what are you afraid of what are we both afraid of what are we afeared?
1: I'm afraid that I am. I'm af- I'm afraid that I'm tired.
0: I mean, that's true. <laughs> but what does what does that mean for you I personally? I got less <laughs>
1: than 10 hours of sleep last night. I only got like seven and a half. So
0: I'm <laughs> really so tired. Yeah, just so you guys know, we we sleep forever. A lot.
1: Like, mm-hmm. I sleep a lot yeah, now, me too. but only recently. And I don't understand what's going on. I'm probably dying.
0: Um, yeah. I mean Mm. we all are slowly. Yeah, but but I'm you probably quickly more quickly, yeah. Yeah, you've you've expedited the process.
1: I have. What are you afraid of?
0: I am afraid okay, so we went to the costume store today, right? Or the Halloween store. You know those like spirit Halloween's that pop up everywhere? Halloween
1: alley. Halloween alley is where we
0: went. Yeah, we went to Halloween Alley and um yeah, for costumes. And of course, as I'm putting on these costumes, I realize I'm kinda sweaty. And then I started to think (laughs) These costumes have been opened by many people, tried on their sweaty bodies, mm-hmm. and then just shoved right back in the bag.
1: And we don't wash them before we go out in them.
0: No, well, you can't wash some of these. No. Like, if they've got like twaal or whatever, like, oh, yeah, they're all no. this synthetic fabric. They're all you made
1: can't... of plastic. They'll melt.
0: Yeah. And, like, how do I know? Like, who, what if someone didn't wear underwear or had lice or, like, I don't know, bed bugs, scabies? Things? Scabies. Scabies. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah, for a follow-up for last episode. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to really get intimate with that costume to catch it, but that would be really gross, and I'd be upset. Yeah. And, like, I felt bad, because, you know, the one that I ended up buying was the one that I got some armpit sweat on, so that's fine. But <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, there's so many people who you just don't know. You, yeah, you're wearing
1: other people's sweat.
0: Yeah, exactly. Gross. Like, what if you try one on and it's damp?
1: You, uh...
0: Right? That was Gross. what I was worried about when I wasn't sure I was gonna get it and put it back. I was like, I really hope it wasn't like damp because like i I don't <laughs> want to do that to someone yeah, do. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, so that's my fear. so we
1: should tell them what our costumes are,
0: yeah, yeah, speaking of which, Andrea,
1: I got Harley Quinn,
0: yeah, not like suicide squad though. it's like no. the tight leather one that's a belly top, yeah, pants, I, pants yeah, there's pants. Top. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not shorts and baseball bat.
0: <laughs> they are, in fact, pant.
1: They are pant. And you?
0: For me, okay, so we wanted to do matching, so we thought we'd be identical dolls, but the doll one didn't fit well on Andrea, but I ended up getting it anyway. because it's too big. Yeah, I mean, I tried on a Poison Ivy one, because I am that type of person. Yes. I love using Halloween as an excuse to do drag. Yeah. Um, And I really wish that we could have matched, but mm-hmm. the Poison Ivy one definitely showed my dick. Yeah. Like, it was actually a little see-through. Like, you could see everything happening there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I can't fix this.
1: (laughs) No, because it's a tight dress. I loved that one. I was – that was, like, going to be the one until I tried on the Harley Quinn one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that one would have worked on you, but – then I still wouldn't have been able to match you. I don't know. I no, wish exactly. that I'd looked for like a bat girl one. Yeah.
1: The Harley Quinn one wouldn't have worked on you. The pants were really tight.
0: Ah, oh, I yeah. could have gotten a black tutu and cat ears and Catwoman.
1: Oh yeah. Dang it, why do I always Damn think it. of these
0: things afterward? But anyway, I got matched. a creepy doll. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a creepy doll. Yeah. Um it's just cute. It's cute. Like
1: big gigantic bow and a doll.
0: Yeah, like a smaller doll that I carry around and like yeah. uh, tights and gloves with ball joints. Yeah. Uh, Drawn really on them, cool. yeah. So it'll be fun. I just yeah. ah, dang it, I yeah. missed the opportunity.
1: I was not even thinking by that time I was so tired because shopping right? makes me tired.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me too. I was like looking when we were. It. No, no, I couldn't either. When when so Andrea tried on. You tried on like what like ten costumes. Oh my god, so many. Yeah. So while she was doing that, I went in search of something that would work for us matching. And as I was looking at the aisles, I was just like exhausted i was like i i know that i'm missing something that would have been perfectly inspired Mm -hmm. but i'm too tired to think of it right now yeah i'm like fuck there's so many options that i know are missing
1: yeah from my brain shopping is exhausting
0: it's not fun no no i mean and it should be because it's halloween but it's it's a lot
1: it's not the fun part of halloween i like halloween Doing decoration buying.
0: I know. She tried. Okay. Tell them. Uh, Tell them about your, your strange addiction. This okay. is the episode. So
1: I went to <laughs> I went to the dollar store and spent like twenty or thirty dollars on Halloween decorations. And I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah. And then I went back another day because I was like, well, maybe they put more out because it was later in September. And I spent over $50 at the dollar store.
0: Oh, they must have been so stoked.
1: And then I went back again. And I spent over sixty dollars at the dollar store. And I didn't even go there for it. I went there for like organizers.
0: You are like their mysterious benefactor. I know. Like I'm not even kidding. That they're staying open just because of you. Because no really one cute does that. Stuff. dollar store.
1: They had really cute stuff.
0: <laughs> they did. And stickers. You, yeah.
1: Nice stickers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all you had to say. It's just <laughs> I like them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like, so Andrea told me before we went in this Halloween store, like, don't let me buy decorations. First thing she does, is, as soon as we get close to the costume aisle, where she's gonna buy a costume, she veers off and goes to touch this, like, hanging, like, welcome ghost thing. And I'm like, no, Andrea, put it's it down. said
1: boo and it lit up.
0: I was like, drop it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go on boo. like this. No, oh, this is a so problem. Cute. I know you can't live the way you've been living. And it was
1: like a thirty dollar thing or something.
0: Oh yeah, and that that made, like that's a difference because it's right? difference.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I spent over one hundred thirty dollars, but I got so much stuff because I went to Dollarama to buy it.
0: You're never gonna run out of Halloween decorations no. again. Not for the rest of your life.
1: At uh, uh, that Halloween Alley, one hundred and thirty dollars would get you three decorations. or <laughs> Yeah,
0: or one giant Jack Skellington.
1: That was like four hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, the Sally one was like three fifty. I was like, yeah, wow. I think they were
1: both three fifty. Actually, they. Were, I was looking at the prices. And I'm like, holy shit.
0: It's a lot. Yeah, like these places. I mean, they know you have nowhere else to go because, like, let's face it, the costumes we bought are good. Yeah, but there's no way they're worth what we spent, like no. fabric wise. No. no, not even slightly. No, there's but there's not no choice. Nearly enough fabric
1: for it to be eighty five dollars yeah and they're not made well my harley quinn
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's true yeah it's a sexy quinn Mm -hmm. but like like the fabric too like there's none of these things are made well they're not
1: made well and they're not made with good fabric and there's not much fabric if you buy the sexy ones so
0: (laughs) so where is all this
1: money coming from
0: yeah when it's like around 180 yeah yeah ridiculous yeah it's a lot Ah, next year I'm probably just going to recycle one. Or no, because we're doing vampires next year. We're doing vampires next year. Yeah, I know it's very creative. Guys, don't... Hey. You know what? Love me.
1: It kind of is at this point. Nobody goes as vampires anymore because it's so done.
0: That's true. Everyone is like going as Daenerys. Yeah. And I'm sorry for Game of Thrones people. I know that that's a sore spot for you right now.
1: I watched it and I was upset. Anyway.
0: (laughs) It's like everyone's collective fan trauma. I was
1: annoyed. Everything got really annoying in the last few episodes. I was so upset. Dragons died. Oh. More dragons died. I knew about the first one dying because I I looked it up to make sure that I wasn't going to accidentally. watch a dragon die without being prepared but then <laughs> all animals a second one died
0: oh and they just haven't
1: mentioned that on the site that i googled
0: i knew it oh. it's really funny that like okay Devastated. like that website does the dog die that tells you in like horror movies whether an animal yeah. dies or not yeah but they probably don't have a dragon category they probably don't yeah get on that website no. you need a
1: dragon category i can't watch any more dragons die
0: i can't watch anything die I, whether it's cgi LS or not unless it's human it's fine then but. yeah <laughs> that sounds fantastic we always make such a good impression on this podcast i know oh and speaking of impressions we had an anonymous well they want to be referred to as anon we got an email
1: yes, from someone we got well i finally looked at our email because uh, I had only been glancing at it really quickly while I was traveling all over the place. But I was working here yeah. this week. So I actually got on the email. And yeah, so we have some requests. Um, so I grabbed one of them.
0: Yeah. And this person wanted to remain anonymous. So shout out to you, Anon. Thanks for yeah. the request. And the request was...
1: For one of us to do the Pollock sisters.
0: Yes. So our theme is reincarnation. I just yeah. chose something based off the request. Yeah. But Andrea, you're going to cover the Pollock sisters. Yes. You're yes. going to start us off. So I decided this is some... to do it. Yes.
1: My suggestion. <laughs> I claimed it. We've got some more emails too, so we'll have more requests in the future.
0: Yeah. But we like this one because creepy reincarnation. We have not done that yet, and you don't always get to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's kind of a neat theme. So thank you, Anna. I can't
1: figure out how to do this.
0: I, you're gonna have to hold it. I I'm don't sorry, want to. but that's just how it's gotta be. She always tries to use the foam as like a bracer, and I, I always hold mine.
1: I like it. I don't no.
0: I know. I, I know it's a lot of own dedication. Own Your own paper holding. That is for peasantry. Outsource
1: that shit. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Are you ready?
0: I am ready. Get ready, guys. Okay. Listen. Listen, this is the tale.
1: Okay, okay. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so this happened in the town of Hexham, which is in Northumberland in England.
0: Hexum, promising. Hexum.
1: Hexham, promising.
0: Hexham. Hexham. Hexham.
1: It's probably Hexham, <laughs> but it's spelled Hexham. So, wow. in this Hexham place,
0: <laughs> The place where ham is hexed,
1: <laughs> cursed ham, there was a man and woman named John and Florence Pollock, and they had two daughters, Joanna, who was eleven, and Jacqueline, who was six. They were a happy family. They were well off because they had a grocery and milk delivery business.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's well. I off. mean, you're always. I mean, milk. okay. Uh, <laughs> it was the
1: fifties. So
0: I guess that would work back then. I know. I was just thinking to myself, like, I make nothing delivering milk, and I do it yeah, often, I, and people are really startled because they're like, people don't do this anymore. But I'm like, they're please like, take I didn't
1: it. Order milk.
0: I just hold it out to them with pleading <laughs> eyes.
1: Please just give me money for this tuppence, suspicious uh, milk.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> so um, the two girls were like best friends. They were inseparable, really close sisters, even though they were five years apart. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that didn't work out for us. You bullied me, you Only shit. for a
1: little while. Um, <laughs> so on May 7th, 1957, the two girls were on their way to church with a friend, and they were hit by a car driven by a local woman who had taken an overdose of aspirin and phenobarbitone trying to kill herself.
0: Oh, yeah. Can't be. Oh, I wish people would kill themselves at home. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Don't I don't take that a, out of context.
1: No, but don't bring other people into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't risk getting into a car. Especially like, that's children. Not fair. Yeah, because you don't know who you're going to hit. You could yeah, hit a baby. You don't know.
1: Oh, my God. Right? You could hit a cat.
0: Andrea. <laughs> so, so much worse than the a worst. child. The worst. Yeah. Okay. No, but you don't know. Yeah. So
1: they were killed instantly. Oh. And someone said they were sent flying through the air, quote, like cricket balls.
0: That's a sensitive way to describe it.
1: I know. I don't know who said it. It didn't say on the thing, but yeah. And then the friend, who was a boy named Anthony, died later at the hospital. So this woman killed three kids. Whoa. So the news was widely covered in England, and the parents were inconsolable, of course. Yeah. Florence went into a deep depression, and... John was highly religious, and he had hoped that their daughters would return somehow. Like, he totally believed that.
0: Yeah, he really wanted that.
1: Yeah, he kept having visions of them coming back to be reborn to them as twins. And he told his wife, Florence, she was just trying to move on because she wasn't religious. She didn't believe in reincarnation or heaven or anything. And they almost got divorced over arguments about this.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, no.
1: So even though they were fighting, Florence managed to get pregnant the next year.
0: (laughs) Just angry. Angry sex. Angry conception.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so October 4th, 1958, they had twin girls.
0: What the fuck? Spooky. That's so weird.
1: So this is really weird because the doctor had said that it was only a single birth based on the heartbeat signature of the fetus. What? Yeah, they didn't know they were having twins.
0: Oh, that's weird. And
1: neither John nor Florence had a history of twins in their families. Yeah. Which is, is usually hereditary. So they had twins, Jillian and Jennifer. So John <laughs> thought this was a miracle. He thought his daughters had come back to them. Um, Jennifer had an odd birthmark on her right eye that resembled a scar that Jacqueline had had in the same spot. And Whoa. they she also had a, the same birthmark on her waist that Jacqueline had
0: had. Oh, wow.
1: And Jillian and Jennifer were identical twins, but Jillian didn't have the marks. Which is really unusual what? for identical twins to.
0: Yeah, because it's yeah. a split egg.
1: Yeah, they have the same DNA.
0: That's so weird.
1: Um. Anyway, the family moved from Hexham. Hexham.
0: We've decided that that's funny. <laughs> the motion has been passed. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, okay, she's so tired. I can I can see it in her eyes. Come on, Andrea, I'm getting kind of tired. Where's that? What What did I call it? Cheer. Uh, Ampy. Ampy. Thank you. Ampy. Ampy it up.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay, that's too much amp. I can't. So they moved from Hexham to a town called Whitley Bay.
0: Okay. We can't make a a bad joke about that, so you guys got off easy.
1: You're welcome. Uh, When the girls were a few months old. So things got strange because they weren't already.
0: Apparently not.
1: <laughs> uh, so when they were old enough to talk, the twins began asking for and describing specific toys that Joanna and Jacqueline had owned,
0: what? even
1: calling their dolls by name. And these toys had been boxed up to store in the attic, and the twins had never seen them before. And they didn't know that they had two sisters that had died. Yeah, like, nobody told wouldn't... them because
0: you know nobody... who tells an infant? <laughs>
1: you don't tell little ones. Yeah.
0: Hey, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh...
1: <laughs> you two sisters that were violently murdered. So they ended up bringing the toys down from the attic because they were asking for them. And each twin grabbed the correct respective toys and called them Santa's gifts. What? Um, And Jacqueline and Joanna had gotten them for Christmas.
0: Oh, weird. Yeah.
1: But they didn't get them for Christmas, so that doesn't, right? Like, it's weird.
0: Well, and the birthmarks are super weird because there's no way the parents could fake that in any
1: regard. No. no. So they liked the same foods, had the same respective personalities, mannerisms, behaviors, liked the same games, and Jillian pointed at the birthmark on Jennifer's forehead and said it was where Jacqueline had hit her head on a bucket when she was younger, which left a scar. What? Yeah, so...
0: So she knew how that happened. Yeah. Because, huh. like,
1: Jillian is secretly Joanna.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, they're each secretly... Yeah, so Jillian was like
1: Joanna, and Jennifer was like Jacqueline. So they even had the same gait and the same builds. So Jillian was more slender like Joanna had been, and Jennifer was a bit more stocky like Jacqueline, even though they were identical.
0: Yeah. I mean, that can...
1: Yeah, I mean, it can, but... It's like
0: it shouldn't be that young. Usually, when you're like that I don't young, know if they
1: mean the build. It sounds like the build rather than like weight.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, one twin can weigh more than another twin, but yeah. like but b- different build, bone structure is right? odd. Yeah.
1: Um. So Jacqueline had been having trouble learning to write at the time that she died because she held the pencil upright in her fist. And Jennifer did that, too. And she didn't stop doing that until she was about seven. I so, know people
0: who still do that. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the girls were terrified of passing cars. It oh. was really hard to get them to cross the street. Oh. Um, Florence once overheard them discussing the actual accident and mentioning details that they couldn't have known. Yeah. And Jennifer would sometimes rest her head in Jillian's lap, and, and Jennifer would say, there's blood coming out of your eyes. What? Like which is what happened, I guess, when they were hit by the car. That's so creepy. Yeah. Um, and then they went on a trip back to Hexham. And <laughs> twins <laughs>
0: – I, I, They can hear that smile, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, the twins knew their way around and could point out landmarks, and they remembered attending the school there, which they didn't ever. Yeah. Um, and it made it into local newspapers, and it caught the attention of a psychologist called Dr. Ian Stevenson. Okay. Okay. Um, he was interested in reincarnation and stuff. So their right. memories actually began to fade at around five years old, but Stevenson kept in contact. Florence died in 1979, and John died in 1985. Oh. Um, so he kept in contact with them right up until they died.
0: The, yeah, kept in contact with the parents. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In
1: 1981, Jillian had a series of lucid visions. So this is after they were a bit older, right? But she had a series of lucid visions.
0: So they would have been like, what, like late 20s by now? Um... The twins like it's like 1958 early 19- to mid early to mid 20s yeah okay so the twins are early to mid 20s and yeah. one's having visions yeah okay
1: and she's having lucid visions remembering playing in a sandbox in the town of wickham what as joanna had done when she was three and she could describe the area even though she'd never been to wickham before
0: what yeah that's so weird.
1: There are theories that John Pollock, who was an avid believer in reincarnation, had mentioned things to his daughters. Like, well, that's the first about, thing he always jumped to. Right? Yeah. yeah, and relatives and family friends could have talked about them around them, even if if it wasn't to them. Yeah. But John and Florence were adamant till they died that they like nothing was ever mentioned about Joanna and Jacqueline around Jillian and Jennifer.
0: Yeah, because um, it, it's a lot of J sounds. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah, no, that's... Like, who would, though? Oh, yeah, by the way, there was blood coming out of your sister's eyes when she died in a yeah, car crash. but, like,
1: even if they were talking about it around them and they, like, subconsciously picked it up or something is what people are thinking.
0: I get that. But,
1: like, Florence didn't believe in God or reincarnation or any of that stuff at all. And even she, like... And even she... Was shocked at what was happening.
0: Yeah, she would have come forward and said, yeah, my husband's totally making this shit up.
1: Yeah, like, we mentioned something around them, and that's... Yeah. Um, so Steven said said it was impossible to exactly mold uh, their behaviors and recollections to the extent, like...
0: That they did. So, like,
1: even if they were being coached or whatever like you can't make them walk this like no
0: yeah well yeah it'd be hard to train a kid to do that like hey you have to do this exact behavior for the rest of your life always (laughs) it's probably not gonna work out when they're three
1: and he said birthmarks that like that match injuries scars or past birthmarks from before Mm. are a recurring phenomenon with reincarnation
0: cases they are actually mine mentions that too my case mentions that. Yeah.
1: Excellent.
0: Yeah. When you brought up the birthmark thing, I was like, oh, 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 because yeah. I actually don't know much about these things. Yeah, like, I don't either. I know that there are a lot of documentaries and such out there about yeah. it, but I've never really watched them all the way through. Like I've never, I, yeah, never mm-hmm. got quite into it because I want to believe in reincarnation and such, but I never. Me too. Yeah. like But I free. don't really
1: that much, but a little bit. I don't know.
0: I do a little bit, but I'm really agnostic. Yeah. Like, it could be, who knows, right? Yeah. So I've never really been avidly, like, looking this stuff up. All right, so yeah, my case is, uh, obviously reincarnation as well, and- it was hard to get exact names, but I do have a couple. And basically, this one is about the boy who caught his murderer.
1: Ooh.
0: hmm <laughs> So there's some reincarnation. Okay. Shenanigans going I'm
1: on. Shenanigans.
0: Yeah, I think I used that word last time, too. I really hijinks. I need to, like, find some synonyms. All right, so. The boy who caught his murderer. Dun, so. Dun, dun. Oh, thank you. Do it again. Dun-dun-dun. Thanks. Yeah, I had to make sure that I didn't (laughs) cut you off there. I I needed that. All right, so there's a professor of medicine and Israeli doctor, Eli Lash, um, documented his experiences and what he'd witnessed in the case of a young Druze boy.
1: What's a Druze boy?
0: Druze, uh, well, I'm just about to tell you what the Druze are. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: the the Druze are a nation of people who have settled throughout Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, um, and, like, in and around Israel. Okay. Right? Um, The boy, who many believed to have experienced reincarnation, lived near the borders of Syria and Israel in the Golan Heights. Um, The Druze people have their own religion, and one of their beliefs, I mean, they really believe in reincarnation, but one of their related beliefs is that the birthmarks a child is born with will often signify the way they were killed in a previous life.
1: That's what I said.
0: Right? It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Although your birthmarks, they weren't what killed the girls. No. But they're related that yeah. way. Like the injuries you sustain in one life show yeah. up as birthmarks. Yeah. Which means that someone really took a chunk out of my knee. Yeah. That's where I have a birthmark. Yeah. That couldn't have been that fatal. <laughs>
1: you know, what? I think I had a birthmark that faded in the same spot. Yep. It was like a coffee stain the same like yours.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've got a coffee stain on my knee. So you have one too. Oh, that's weird. On the back of my knee. Huh. Yeah. Maybe someone like amputated us at different times like in a torture scenario when we were in a previous life. Perfect. Yeah, I know. I like to be cheery about these things. (laughs) Don't we all? Um... So one of their beliefs related, obviously, is the birthmarks, right? And this specific boy did indeed have a birthmark. Uh, It was a long red mark that reached from his upper forehead to the center of his head. Like, it would stand out. Yeah. So when he was three years old, as per an important Druze spiritual right, he was brought alongside like 15 men who were, you know, a bunch of like um, spiritual men, holy men, etc. Mm-hmm. And um, also they uh, invited Eli Losh, the professor to come with them because they knew he believed in reincarnation. He wasn't just being... A dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> about it. Yeah.
0: So they brought um, the boy and the 15 people. They all went to a neighboring village. And the boy was asked if he remembered the village, but he said he hadn't lived there. So the group moved on to the next village where the same answer was given. And at the third village, the boy finally confirmed that this was where he lived and that he'd been murdered by a neighbor with an axe. What? Yeah. And, like, months earlier, he'd stated that he'd been killed with an axe, but he hadn't really been able to remember what his name had been in the past life or the name of his killer, right? Okay. Except once they finally reached this specific village, he was very suddenly able to give um, his first and middle name of the person he'd once been. Yeah. As well as the name of his murderer. What? Like, he knew the name. The fuck? Yeah, it's like, as soon as he got back to that village, it just came back to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, but it, um, weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's re- it gets weirder. Okay. So the murderer um, had apparently vanished, like, four years ago and had been declared missing, right? Like, people had reasonably assumed that he'd been harmed or killed in, the like, the war-torn area, the wars being waged around there. Yeah. And because many people did disappear that way around that time. But as the boy led the group throughout the village, first showing them the house he'd lived prior to his death, he very abruptly walked up to one of the villagers and asked, quote, aren't you, and stated the man's name. Yeah. Yeah, and the man, who was probably pretty surprised at this point, answered yes. And the boy continued, quote, I used to be your neighbor. We had a fight, and you killed me with an axe. I even know where he buried my body. According to Professor Eli, the man then went deathly pale. Like, he did not look happy to be oh, called yeah, out yeah. on that. Yep. So um, She's later so the group... Crazed. Yeah, like he – so the little boy went up to a man <laughs> I that – the guy
1: w- went missing.
0: Um, He did, but he was in one of these villages because a crowd oh. of onlookers had gathered Yeah, in the village because they were watching these rites from afar, right, in the yeah. village that these people all visited with the boy. Yeah. And one of the men, apparently this little boy just cut through the crowd and walked right up to this one man who he must have recognized and been like, is this – are you, you know, name of the murderer? Um. Mm. Yeah, the article didn't give the name because... Yeah. It, yeah. But um, this is actually a really well-documented case for people who are interested. Look up Eli Lash. Did
1: they say when it happened? Like, is it old?
0: Um, It happened in 1998, I believe. Or that's oh. when the story was told to um oh, another okay. doctor. Yeah. Like, Eli Lash shared this story with another doctor. Yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, the account of that story that he'd experienced. Okay. So later the group... And they had the accused murderer in hand, right? Yeah. Like, they... Made him come with them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They wandered towards some nearby fields, and the boy led them all to an exact field, halted right before a pile of stones, pointed to them, and said, quote, He buried my body under these stones and the axe over there. And sure enough, when they dug up the indicated spot, they found the buried body, now reduced to a skeleton, of an adult man dressed in farmer's clothing with an axe wound splitting the front of the skull. The murderer uh was like feeling cornered at that point after like he's standing there with the- while they're digging this up. so mm-hmm. he actually confessed and like he admitted to his crimes in front of all the gathered witnesses right yeah. and the axe was also found like in a slightly different spot exactly where the boy said it would be.
1: How did he know where the axe was if he was already dead before it got buried?
0: I don't know. I mean, and if you're already was dead already right dead. Too. Well, so, I mean, that's the thing. He just knew that this was exactly what happened, but maybe so like weird. he was slightly alive as he was buried. Or maybe, well, you know, once you die and you're reincarnated, you actually your can spirit, tell. Is
1: like hanging out?
0: Yeah, because I mean, when those two girls were hit by the car. Mm-hmm. Probably the last thing they were thinking wasn't "there's blood coming from your eyes" because they were killed instantly. But maybe they maybe. could see it from Although above. Although instantly, I if they're learned. rising too.
1: Yeah, I learned though recently that instantly does not necessarily mean instantly. They will say that oh. if you got, if you died like within like like a few minutes of being injured. Yeah. No. I know. A few minutes. I know. I mean, it's typically like yeah.
0: That's horrible. I, I kind of had a feeling because I was like, some of these things it's don't sound families. instant. Yeah, yeah it's, it's our families. families. Sorry, guys. Oh shit! Hopefully, no was, one had that. <laughs> now, I mean, I'm sure cause that's the if thing. it were
1: you, if it was you guys it was instant.
0: I mean it would depend on what it was but it could be anywhere from zero to three minutes so let's be optimistic and say it was zero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took literally zero minutes for them to die. They're just yeah, gone. Yeah
1: zero seconds.
0: Or at least I mean and there's another thing too depending on how bad the injury is even if it took you three minutes to be declared dead you're probably in shock and completely out of it and didn't oh, yeah. feel anything. Oh yeah. No
1: you probably don't feel anything. You probably have no idea what just happened to you.
0: Yeah because you just your body just goes in shock releases yeah. all its norepinephrine at once. Yeah. It's freaking out. Yeah alright so okay. that was our reincarnation theme and we hope that you liked it anonymous uh, email yes person
1: and we have more emails so maybe we'll just we'll get some requests done. yeah in the next little while
0: yeah, there are a few people. Yeah. yeah. We've got a little bit of a lineup. So we started from uh, oldest and we'll go to newest. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Okay. All right.
0: So thank you for sending those in. And if you want to send more in about your own reincarnation stories or anything weird or creepy, you can email them to siblings at com.
1: And you can go on patreon.com slash twoscaredsiblings and join the $1 tier if you want us to say something really embarrassing.
0: Yeah, you get that. And or,
1: I don't know, something you want to hear
0: Something you want to hear? You could even ask us to say something nice to you. I don't yeah. know. You could ask us to say anything you want. Could be humiliating. Could within be a weird word. Reason within reason. Yeah, we're not going to say like slurs, but that's no, about it. No slurs. Everything else though. Everything else. Swears included. On the table. Yeah. Okay. Everything else on the table. Yep. And you for the five dollar tier, you get like a few options to do that. Yeah. You have to do that frequently. Yeah. And you also get bonus episodes. And uh, shout out for both tiers as well. So go check yeah. that out. Help us out.
1: And I am at Andrea Noel 3 on Twitter. We are at Too Scared Sibs.
0: Yep. And you should follow us at TwoScaredSibs. And, and mine is at Toy Carousels, okay. where you probably shouldn't follow me. But <laughs> yeah, so now here's a kiss time. <laughs> Sleep well.